You grab the blanket, girl, I grab the beer. I know a spot not far from here. A little place only four-wheel drives can go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Back Porch with Jay and Brandon. Today we have got a special guest. It is Brandon Clifton. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. How are you, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? We're doing great. Now, Brandon has got a type of sound that, that kind of blends a, I guess, a, a newer country and, a, and an older country kind of blended together. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I guess that's fair to say, yeah. <laughs> now, Brandon is... Born and raised in Louisiana? Yes, sir, yeah. Is that correct? So he, mm-hmm. he came out of the swamps. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're glad to have him here this morning. We're going to go ahead and let him start out with a song. Sounds good to me. This one's called New Salvation Blues. It's uh, actually a, a song that a buddy of mine and I co-wrote together, uh, Joshua Harris. And it's just about uh, getting sick of the city. So, you know, that happens sometimes. So, yeah, New Salvation Blues is this one. Okay. Miles 
wake up in my brain when I tell you how I travel. Things will never be the same. And even if I thought that it mattered, which I don't, well, I'd never try to explain. The Jackson, Tennessee area is a hotbed of extremely talented musical performers. Join WNBJ for the Exit 82 show. You'll see and hear an amazing variety of original music performed by Jackson area talent. Exit 82 airs every Saturday following Saturday Night Live on Jackson's NBC 39. All right, Brandon, that is pretty good. That's an enjoyable song. By, by hearing that song, I kind of take it that you may have some uh, some interest in blues as well. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's where it started, you know. I think that's where I could say probably most a lot of musicians start that way. They start with the blues, you know, and uh, work their way up and graduate to country. But it's you know, it's kind of uh, it's all in that same vein, you know. Um, right, and and country kind of you know, it's it's like the uh, I guess the cowboy blues, you know, right. in a way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it sounded great. What got you into playing? What what got you to pick that guitar up? Well, I tell you, it's a, it's a funny story. Um, my um my aunt, my mother's oldest sister, Aunt Debbie. Um, she won a guitar. It was one of those um number nine, and you win this guitar or whatever. And That's so right. she was caller number nine, and she won this guitar package, and she gave it to me. And I was, I think, I was about ten or eleven, and I just it meant so much to me that she would do that and that she would give it to me, you know, and uh. So it was, it was a lot, a lot of like me playing and, and being very dedicated was to kind of like, I owe this to Aunt Debbie to, to, to play this music and to get good at this. That way, you know, like she feels like it was worth it to give me this guitar, you know, or whatever. So that's where it all started. That know? is the coolest story we've heard so far. <laughs> it is. That's, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's I love you, Aunt Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely interesting. So, you know, yeah. who would have thought that by winning a guitar on a radio station that, you know, something like this would come out? Yeah. Of that's it. where it started, man. It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's pretty cool. I know, uh, one day I was at the Hall of Fame and they had Brad Paisley's first guitar in there. And, uh, well, I'm friends with Brad Paisley's dad on Facebook. Uh huh. And I snapped a picture of the, of the old guitar and I sent it to him and I said, do you remember this? He replied back. He said, oh, yes, I remember. And uh, and I asked him, I said, well, when you bought that, did you think all of this would, all come, of this would come from this old, it was an old Silvertone electric guitar. The amp was built into the case. Right. You know, like an old Sears Roebuck model, something, right, yeah. something along that line. And, you know, and he said, no, I would have never imagined. Right. 
Yeah. You know, so you just never know musically how you're going to be influenced or just buying a guitar, giving a guitar to somebody, what is going to come out of that. Yeah, because it came, it was one of those packages It was, you know, that came with an acoustic guitar, the tuner, a VHS instructional video, <laughs> and uh, um, and a little book that uh, had the tabs in or whatever. So I right. just started, uh, started playing, you know, like learned how to play Day Tripper and learned how yeah. to play Pretty Woman, you know what I mean? And that's where it all started. And who knows what would have happened if, if she wouldn't have won, if she would have been caller number eight, you know, what would have happened, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of sounds like a good song idea, maybe. Yeah. Really think about. <laughs> yeah. Caller number nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, so tell us a little bit about your music. What kind of, you know, what influences you? What inspires you to write? You know, um, as far as what inspires me to write, I would, uh, to be as, to be vague, I guess, life, you know, um, but life experiences, you know, it goes back to that whole thing, like, uh, write what you know, you know, um, and you can never go wrong with writing what you know. Um, right. so most of it is just, you know, things that have happened to me. Um, people ask me, describe your music in, in one word, and I say, it's honest. That's the only thing I can say, you know, is, uh, it's honest. So, um, that's, that's, that's where it all comes from is, you know, life experience and writing what you know, you know, so. Well, growing up, you kind of touched on, you know, you played a little, uh, Beatles and yeah, Day Tripper and, yeah, Day Tripper and, you know, Pretty Woman and learning how to play Crossroads by Clapton and stuff, okay. you know, um. So what kind of growing up, what, what did you listen to? What was you influenced by? You know, I mean, there was the country, you know, obviously like the old stuff, like, you know, my grandfather, you know, his favorite was George Jones and growing up in Louisiana, you know, you're listening to Hank Jr. and, right. you know, and George and Johnny Cash and all that stuff. But you know what really the music that I first actually fell in love was, was just classic rock. That's, that's what, you know, Skinnerd, you know, all that stuff on the classic rock station. And that's, that's what really got, that's where it started. I want to be in a band, you know, that so would you say it was more like Southern classic rock? Like yeah. Skinnerd, oh, yeah. Special. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, like ex that. Exactly. Yeah. So that right. was, that's, that's where it first started where I was like, cause I, it started with country and I always listened to it and it didn't, it was just country music and that's just right. the, the only thing I knew. And then I started he listening to classic rock and like first time I heard Freebird, I was like, Oh my God, you know, what is this? <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard. Exactly. And, uh, was it the long version? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had it on cassette. Yeah. Yeah, I wore that cassette out, man. I'm sure uh, been a lot of folks wore that cassette out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still doing it today, so, you know, Yeah. now it's CD. You they know, the only time you shouldn't play the long version of Freebird is at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a funeral one time in Mississippi where they played the long version of Freebird. It was sad. Yeah. Wow. That's a little different. Yeah. I, I would have to say. So, um, what's the next song that you have for us? Um, let's see. Let's do, um, we'll do a slow one. I'll do a song called, um, I'll do earrings. It's about, you know, going through a breakup and, and still finding remnants of, um, or possessions of, of theirs still at your house, you know, and, um, waking up one morning and looking over and those earrings are sitting there and you're like, Hey, come get your earrings. <laughs> you know, you want to, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what this one's about, man. Um, it's not a real traditional, it's, there's no like chorus or okay. anything. It's just four straight verses, you know, um, and originally had a chorus, but it just kind of seemed to be a distraction, you know. So um, <laughs> I just, yeah, it's just four verses out, not a very traditional. Um, but yeah, here it goes, earrings. All right, yeah, let's hear it. I caught myself thinking. 
about your earrings and your face and how I longed for a picture of you there's not a damn one in this place oh your earrings are here on my table how I long to see them hang there by your face And they will be right here waiting for you To be put back in their place For today your memory is strong on my mind And oh please little darling do you have some time And I know that you may have found another man I know his love ain't strong as mine ever find that picture Would it be worth a while Because for you I would walk a hundred country miles Just to hold that picture of your face This is Brandon Newman from Newman & Webb Law Firm in Trenton, Tennessee. What makes a great musician is what makes a great lawyer, the ability to tell a story. And at Newman & Webb Law Firm, we know how to tell your story. We handle all kinds of litigated cases. That means cases that are handled in court. So if you know someone or if you have a case and you need to speak to an attorney, call Newman & Webb Law Firm in Trenton at 855-2972 or check us out on Facebook because we can tell your story. That's a wonderful song. You can really relate to that song. Yeah, it's you know I think it's relatable. Um, you know I think everyone's been through one. Everyone's been through a breakup, and there's there's always the you know residual effects of uh, still having some of their possessions you know at your at your place and you know that whole thing. And it you know you're you're like I want her to take it back, but then I also don't you know <laughs> whatever. Um, it just has so. a better ring to it that way than come get your foot cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no use for this foot cream anymore. <laughs> What's the next song you want to play for us? Um, we'll keep it. We'll keep it sad for a second. Um, this one's called "Same Old Drum." It's pretty much. It's the. It's kind of the same thing. Um, you know about missing a girl. You know. Um, <laughs> but you know. But it's, it's that. It's that. You know. You hear that old saying. You know, the one that got away or whatever. And I think every every man out there, or you know, or woman out there, has had that thought well what if you know what if she was the one and even though I, I maybe get happily married later on like you're still you always hear that and it's kind of a haunting phrase you know what I mean right. like the one that got away like is she the one that got away did I really mess it up that bad you know or whatever yeah what if I would have married this one or what if right. I would have stayed this one yeah 
Yeah, you know, exactly. Where, where would I be at today? What right. would my life would I have today? So, in, in the in the it's, you know it's a metaphor. Um, the same old drum. It's the the line is heart keeps beating that same old drum. You know. Um, okay. Yeah, it's called same old drum, and it's uh, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear. It. It's a sad, sad story about this boy I used to know. He saw his baby walk out that door. He tried hard and hard to fake it. But his heart was truly breaking. We never see his baby anymore. But his heart keeps beating that same old drum, and it rolls that steady rhythm for only one and four. She moved to Louisiana Back to her home Where she said She didn't want To be alone And she went on down With them boys downtown Now there's a black Hole in his mind that he sees when he cries That haunts him most every night But his heart keeps beating that same old drum And it rolls that steady rhythm for That's another good one, and another sad one. Yeah, we got to hear a little bit of that before you started off this morning, and we were 
listening while we're trying to do levels. And when we were trying to set your levels, we thought for a moment that maybe your beard caused some kind of allergic reaction with the microphone. Uh, Caused it to go all kinds of fuzzy. But I did not picture that song in that context whenever I was just listening to the chorus. Now that I can hear the entire thing all together, it's quite a remarkable song. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, it's that, it's that, it's that thing, you know, the, the same old drum. You hear that all the time, you know, or whatever. But I thought it would be, uh, it just kind of came to me as like, because that's the whole idea. Like, you know, maybe you lost one. Maybe she's the one that got away. There's always that one that you still think about or whatever, you know, um, and hope that they're doing well and hope that they, you know, that they've met someone that they deserve or whatever. Um, so, and that was kind of the idea of that one, you know. Brandon, tell us about the... The Jackson music scene where, where people can go out and hear you play. Well, you know, um, I play the Downtown Tavern. That's been kind of my home away from home as far as uh, they, they take care of musicians there. And there's a, there's a good little built-in crowd that's um, aware of what's going on, and they're supportive, and, you know, they listen. Yeah, there's there's that, and, there, you know, there's there's the bar scene, you know, that you can play in town, you know. Um, you know, I play in another band that we travel a lot, um, and we're, we're currently working on our second record right now. And, uh, you know, we've toured most of the country. What's the name of that band? Uh, the Colonel and His New Strangers. Um, we, we tour pretty frequently. We're, we're cutting a record um, down in Muscle Shoals, Alabama um, at the moment. Um, we're actually playing there tonight, um, going down to Muscle Shoals and playing a... Goodness gracious, that's yeah. quite a haul. Yeah. You know, it's it's actually not, though. Um, you you think when you hear Muscle Shoals, you're like, it's way down in South Alabama in the swamps, but it's really only two hours. From, it really is, yeah. It's just as close as Nashville, yeah. Really? Uh-huh, yeah. You just hit 45 South and just go. And you're two hours later, you're there. Just go through Corinth, Mississippi, and, and right. you're there. Yeah, but yes, yeah, Northwest Alabama. Now, if people want to find you, want to be able to get a hold of your music, where can they do that at? Um, you can. We, we have a Facebook. Um, as far as um my band, um Cotton Clifton and the Pickers, we have a Facebook. You know, Cotton uh, Cotton Clifton and the Pickers, um, and the Colonel and his new strangers. Um, we've got music on iTunes and on Spotify. Um, so you can find us there. Um, and that record. Uh, the Colonel record should be out. We're hoping for a, a summer, a late summer release. Interesting person you vote for. We did, we did some shows with Shovels and Rope. Okay. And uh, they're fantastic. They're just absolutely fantastic. They're they just, are. They're the the sweetest people. They they just put on a killer live show, and they just, they, I mean, just to, I mean, because when we were playing with them, it was right before they were blowing up, you know. Um, but it was right before, like they they played Letterman just like a couple couple months later. But they were selling out, you know, theaters, you know, thousand people, you know, five hundred people. So we had the uh, the opportunity to play with them, and that was that was just a blast, and it was just a, an honor to play to share the stage with those uh, with them because um, they're amazing. That's pretty you know? cool. For those of those who who don't know who that is, you can all, you can find them very easily on Amazon Music. Um, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can stream some of their albums for free. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a whole genre out there that you just don't hear on the radio. Oh, yeah. And that's why I like internet radio. You know, I, I can listen to stuff that I like. Right. And, uh, you know, there's music like uh, Edward Sharp. Oh, yeah. You, you don't hear that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You don't hear uh, the Avett Brothers, you know, a lot right. on the radio. You know, yeah. just things like that. Yeah. We played a show with the Avett Brothers one time, um, opened up for the Avett Brothers and Langhorn Slim. Um, really? And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, because it was, it was at a college. It was like this festival. And, you know, 
we oh, were that's, that's you know cool. playing in front of you know thousands of screaming girls just going crazy <laughs> over the Avid Brothers you know and Langhorn Slim. So uh, that was also pretty interesting too. That was a lot of fun. I bet it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great show too. Well, do you have your next song for us? Yeah, yeah. Get this guitar tuned up, and I can play you on another one. Um, this one's not sad. Uh, I, I've um, <laughs> exhausted my sad ones. We'll do a song called. Uh, let's do. It's called uh, California Stoned, actually. Um, and I think the title um, speaks for itself. <laughs> Doesn't sound all that sad. <laughs> it's definitely. It's the opposite of sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, California Stoned. Let me make sure it's in tune here. All right. Yeah. All right. Tennessee Valley Well there's love on the corner And peace in the alley Oh Mississippi River Don't you come my way Save your fury For another day I'm gonna light me up a doobie Hang out with my cutie Where we can laugh and dance And share in a little romance And that's alright Oh, with my baby so sweet Them Tennessee girls Have been enough to change my world But I'm California stone Missing my Pretty mom. 
mama down to New Orleans where you can be my Cajun queen. But I'm California stone, missing my home. I'm California high with the Tennessee mind, but my Louisiana heart won't keep me in. Keep me and my baby apart. Keep me and my baby apart. Keep me and my baby apart. Well, you're right. It speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon, you, you say you was born and, and raised in Louisiana. What brought you into Tennessee? A woman. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a woman involved. I, always, man. Yeah. Everything that happens in life, yeah. blame it on a woman. <laughs> yeah. So how That's, how long have you been in Tennessee? Eight years. Well, it's it'll be it'll be nine. Um, it'll be nine this November. I moved here on Thanksgiving Day. It'll be nine years ago this this Thanksgiving. Okay. Did she leave her earring? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're somewhere. I think they're, I still got them somewhere. I believe. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, tell us a little bit about what you would like to see come into Jackson as far as the music scene goes. You know, there's a lot happening right now with Exit 82, Hub City Radio coming in. Of course, you've got us now, the back porch. But, right. But as far as, you know, what else would you like to see happen in Jackson? Um, yeah, you're right, man. I mean, there's definitely, there's there's something buzzing. There's something brewing in Jackson, and I think it's a great thing because, you know, I've had the opportunity to live in Jackson for the past eight years, and I've seen its progression, you know, and it's and it's it's exciting, you know. Um but what I'd like to see, because there's so much talent, there's there's so many great musicians, so many great songwriters in the area, and there's people like y'all that are doing things like this to give us an outlet. Um, what I'd like to see more venues to play that aren't bars. Right. Not that I oppose. I right. like I like smoky old pool rooms. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I love that stuff. That's my that's my jam. But right. um, I'd like to see more venues that aren't that that's not part of the bar scene. You know what right. I mean? That Some way, place where you can take your kids and sit Take down. your kids, yeah, you know, like bring your kids or like, you know, because it's the most important fans that you can have are the young kids. You know, you got to get them into it. If you can get like the college kids and the high school kids into your music, then you're doing something right. Exactly. You know, um, a place where, yeah, like 17, 18 year old kids can come see your show, you know, and, and grow a younger fan base because there's just nowhere for kids to go if you're not 21 you can't go see a show in jackson you know right. it's really hard to other you know? than red bones and yeah you know you've got mojos here in Milan. right yeah but but you're right there's not a whole lot of outlets for that and, yeah. and i would say a perfect example of that would be like what they've got in huntington you know the dixie theater right you know they have a lot of music coming in and out of that out of that venue they have a lot of plays going on and, and of course jackson can sure you know they, they can keep up something like that Oh yeah, I mean, and there's so much there's so, there's so much potential for for um like for for spaces, you know, like for venues to go, I'm, right. you know, and uh yeah, I just wish that there was more of that. I mean, because there's there's definitely a um there's definitely a scene, you know, there's definitely people who are interested and passionate about music and arts in Jackson. 
So it, yeah, it just needs, there needs to be more of an outlet for, for, especially for the younger kids, you know, to play and, and go see shows, you know. Well, do you ever run into the issue where you're playing somewhere and you're trying to get a lot of your original music out there, but the crowd or the people would rather hear covers? Oh yeah. And, and, and that's, that's another downside to the bar scene because a lot of times it, it becomes easy to fall into that like black hole of playing the bar scene and playing your covers. Cause I was totally in a band that, did that and we would have to kind of sneak our originals in there right you know you know surrounded by some led zeppelin or some hendrix or whatever you know what i mean um if you're having to play a, a bar you know most bars in jackson they they expect you to play from you know nine to one in the morning so if you've got four hours worth of original material you don't need to be playing at a bar in jackson you know what i mean <laughs> you need to be you know playing carnegie hall or something you know what i mean right. um so that's another thing I'd like to see more of is, is you know, shows like events, not just, hey, let's get some cover band to come play right. uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance and, um, you know, all that stuff over and over again, like just like a, you know, human jukebox, you know, um, get it to where when you go to a show, there's three bands and each band plays, you know, original, equi- you know, material, right. you know, everybody gets a 30, 45 minute set because you go, you know, we travel all over the place and that's, that's what that's how it's done in a lot of cities and in most cities, you know, you're not just going to see, see a band play. You're going to do a show and you're going to get, you know, you're going to get to see three or four bands play, you know, and do their, exactly. and do their stuff, you know. And you know, something like, uh, you know, Nashville, of course, has got the Bluebird Cafe. Yeah. You know, if they had something like that in Jackson to where, you know, it's not necessarily a theater, but it's a good place to go and get something to eat and hang out and, but actually get to hear the songwriters in the area sit down and, and try their music out and see how people react. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's one thing I, I feel like Jackson, you know, the Jackson area needs. It's, yeah. That's what they're lacking. Yeah, because there's, so, there's so much talent around here. I mean, there's is. so many great, I, I mean, I personally know so many great songwriters, you know, um, some of the best songwriters that I've ever met from this area, you know, and uh, that's exciting and that, you know, that, that, that makes you, you know, it gives you more passion about what you're doing. If there's more like-minded people doing what you're doing, you know, is, uh, right. It'll give you more inspiration to, to keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Well, all right. Well, tell us about the next song that you're going to play for us. Um, this song's called Blood in My Veins. Um, I actually wrote it. It's a, it's a happy song, but I wrote it after my stepfather's father passed away blood in my veins is about um a lot of people a lot of people can relate to you know divorce and a broken home or whatever and you know stepfathers ex-stepfathers you know new stepdaddy coming along and then every everyone that's involved with that so i have family that's not necessarily blood related family but i still consider them my family and just because the blood in my veins is not the same as theirs doesn't mean that i don't consider you family you know what i mean um so, you know, I actually performed this song at his funeral. That's just what it's about, you know, just because um, you don't have to be blood kin to, to consider someone part of your family, you know, because they definitely considered me part of their family, you know. And I, you know, I called him, I called him granddaddy, you know what I mean? Um, even though he wasn't, he was, when he, when he passed, he was my ex-stepfather's father. But I still felt like I lost my grandfather, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Sounds like a great concept. Let us hear Yeah. All right. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Washington, at a place called Buckhorn Bend. 
Well, the pecan trees was a hundred feet tall And the levee ran through the yard I swear those old muddy waters Still hold a piece of my heart people that can relate to that song yeah you know it's relatable i mean a lot of a lot of people um know what that's like to have a you know stepdad and 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 or stepmom and it's a hard thing too because once you you know the family's broken and you go through divorce and then there's remarriage there's more this is a kind of a dark thought on it but there's more family that you have now so you have you know stepdad so that's more cousins 
an, a, another grandfather and another grandmother, you know, and, and his brothers and stuff. Right. So essentially, you know, it, it, at one point in my life, you know, I had like three sets of grandparents, you know what I mean? And right. so it's, it's great that you have more family, you have more people in your family, but then that's also more loss that you have to deal with. Right. Very you know? optimistic way to look at it, actually. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's more loss that you have to deal with, but it's also very, it's, it's, it's more family and there's more support, you know, more inspiration or whatever, you know, what, whatever, you know, what have you. So. Well, Brandon, we want to thank you for being on the show today and we want to remind everybody that you can pick us up on Stitcher Radio at the TennesseeBackPorch.Podbean.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at TBackPorch and on Facebook. You can find us there. Also, don't forget to listen for us on Hub City Radio out of Jackson, Tennessee. We have a lot of exciting things coming up. Thank you all very much for listening. And Brandon, I also want to say don't forget to visit our website and, and visit our sponsor links. We've got some good sponsors on there. We've got Exit 82. We've got Newman and Webb. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for our sponsors, this show would not be as easy to do. <laughs> so uh, we do appreciate our sponsors, and we ask that you go and visit them. And if you like what you hear... Go to our website and make a donation to the back porch. The donations don't necessarily go into our pocket, but it goes towards upgrading equipment, replacing old things, etc. So, uh, you know, it's going to help keep the show going. The more donations we get, the more we're going to be able to do this show or the longer we're going to be able to do this show. Go out and visit your local music venues. You know, support your local musicians. And tell them that you heard them here on the back porch. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend.